Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place here in the deep, dark night. I'm going to be sending my voice across that same evening spectrum, nighttime spectrum here. What I'm going to try to do is, what is the safe place? What's the deep, dark night? Well, let me tell you all about it. What I'm going to try to do is take your mind off whatever's keeping you up, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, sensations, emotions, uh, conundrums of any sort. Whatever it is of those things, I'm going to try to distract you from them. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, unresolved metaphors, uh, story-based cul-de-sacs. Actually, when you say cul-de-sac and you're not using it as a street, it sounds doesn't sound very good. You know, because uh, I've always used it my whole life to say, well, they live on a cul-de-sac. As soon as you take it out of the, like I said, story-based cul-de-sacs, my mind cringed. Uh, but that's the goal of the podcast is to try to take your mind off of whatever it is. If you're thinking about stuff, if you're worrying about stuff, if you're feeling things... If there's an external noise because you got some jerk jerk head for a neighbor, uh, you got somebody snoring, you're out of town, or your partner's out of town, whatever it is, old Scoots is here. And what I'm going to do is try to tell you a little bedtime story. Now, it won't be A, B, C, D. It won't be Act 1, Act 2, Act 2, you know, 2, 2, 2, you know, 2 with the twist, and then Part 3. It'll be similar to that, but instead of act breaks or story breaks, it'll be like the almost like the storyteller. You'd be like, "Is the storyteller on a break?" And you say, "Well, a break with reality, no doubt about that one. Uh, break with anything like a story. We got that break from the norm. Correct. Check that." I said, "Geez, you have? Do you have a bullet point list of all the things I've broken away from?" And my, you know, my internal critic's nodding. Uh, but it, 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 but the main thing is it's your break from whatever is going through your head, whatever stories you're telling yourself or thoughts or whatever. I think I've said that four times. I'm, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I guess I'm caught in a metaphor rut. And, you know, they can happen every once in a while. I think, you know, about these intros during the day. But lately, you know, I've been doing a lot of overthinking, not just at bedtime, but during the daytime. And I've been trying to tune more into mindfulness, you know, this practice of being in the moment, being aware of the moment. And I found it to be this wonderful solace away from my thoughts. Who knew, you know, that the, the present moment could be such a wonderful place? But every, and I can't, I can't manage this mindfulness. I said, maybe I get one full mindful minute a week. I can say, well, geez, let me try that. My, what color is that paint? And then I take a second to look. And I find myself pulled out of my thoughts and into the, I guess some would say reality. Or I say, which is, what is that smell I'm smelling? How would I describe, and sometimes they can use possible, how would I describe that on the podcast? So uh, this podcast is not like mindfulness, but that's the kind of thing you could use during the day or that I use. But, but at nighttime, you know, you you get less inputs. Or I guess you have the same amount of inputs, but you have less things coming in. So you can't say, is that a bird I hear? Or even take it to a fantasy, hey, Mr. Bird, 
hey, Mr. Sunshine, you know, and so you could start a, you know, internal or external musical. You could again, well, let me listen. Is there more than one bird sound I'm hearing? And you could say, geez, uh, look at the, you know, just look at the sidewalk or the ground sometimes. There's a whole, uh, not to, there's a whole hell of a lot going on down there. And you just, if you take a second to notice it, this is more for my, I'm talking to myself a little bit. You say, well, geez, those ants aren't half bad. I guess that the podcast is similar, but it's like, well, I can't put my whole day on hold uh, to watch the ants. Because, uh, you know, I did that at another position and then they said, okay, you don't work here. I said, they said, where have you been? And I said, my, my, practicing mindfulness. And they said, well, practice cleaning out your desk and getting the heck out of here. And they said, and I said, they said, well, what were you being mindful about? Well, I said, well, it changed. I was mindful of the ants, then I was mindful of the past, and then I got distracted. I made up a whole story about the ants. Uh, then I started to worry about being late for work, so I said, well, let me just watch the ants again. Then I tried counting ants. I fell asleep, took a nap. Ants were on me. Also felt, you know, I had an open uh, well, lollipop, so that's why. But they were just the nice ants. Then I had ants in my pants. I giggled for a while. And then I giggled at the fact that I hadn't, you know, first it was the ant-based giggling. Then it was the idea of saying, I actually have ants in my pants. That's when I called into work. Did you get that message? And they say, okay, uh, make sure, you know, he can't come back in this building. And then you don't have ants in your pants right now, do you, son? And I said, no, 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 no. That's why I called. That was yesterday when I didn't come to work. And he said, you, you can't get a sick day for having ants in your pants related giggles and mindfulness. Isn't that kind of a mental health? I think I took a mental health day. And then that was just quiet. I think, I think it just turned on the person's face was stunned. So then, but okay, so after I left you the voicemail and the nap, then I went back to watching where the ants were. And I said, well, geez, you know so that's, I guess that's a, that's like a, what do you call that? A tragedy-based mindfulness episode incident? Or I guess not tragedy, but the one with foreboding. Is that a foreboding-based mindfulness? Mind, I don't know. It's not foreshadowing. I know that much. Uh, but this podcast would be like watching ants in a mindfulness way a little bit too long. Uh, unless you're, you know, some sort of an- an- anesthesiologist, pardon the pun there, I had to fit it in. And, you know, I guess I smushed it in there. But if you're an ant expert or something, or like a logistics manager, you could probably watch ants all day. Uh, but otherwise, you might get bored, and that's the idea of the podcast. And maybe not bored's the right word, but you might say, well, you know, I could keep analyzing this or keep watching it. It's pleasant enough, but maybe I'll just close my eyes. And I guess my podcast it provides the metaphorical ants. Definitely no ants in this podcast. Uh, a couple still left, in, you know, in my pockets. I said, well, geez, if you were... I, I, I named one Sammy. Sam of the Ant. Because I could just picture him. What's your name? Sam of the Ant. Doesn't that fit? The other two, they didn't answer me. That was the only talking. So I have one talking ant in my pocket and two normal ants. Probably the uh, the kryptonite I've collected uh, in anticipation of that Batman Superman movie uh, that triggered that ant to talk. Or it could just be I'm so mindful now 
But, you know, that guy lost that job. So, um, so the podcast, I guess, to try to return to where I started, it's hard to be mindful at bedtime or practice mindfulness. Now, you can do it, uh, but there's only so many things to hold your attention. And in, in our minds, I think, and all those other, I don't know if it's, again, Don't I try to stay away from Freudian and Jungian things at bedtime. So I don't know which of the, you know, systems of id and ego and, you know, all those things. But there's, you know, there's a lot of different, we call them brain bots around here. Because I find, you know, again, I have no degrees in any of that stuff. I say, well, I don't know if I just have a super, I have a super annoying one and a super ego. A super, and is it, can it, can there be a super mean ego? And then the, that was still at the other meeting. They said, well, this is your exit interview. Uh, but so, but at bedtime, again, excuse me, I'll finish up this firing interview when I get done with this intro. Uh, is, um, you know, so in my podcast, and since you, she might have less stuff to distract you at bedtime, that's what this podcast does. A little bit of nonsense, a little bit of ant staring. Uh, you, you could be mindful-ish. You don't even have to. It's not full mindfulness. Uh, some would say it's mindless mindfulness, but not in the Zen way. You know, like you say, well, geez, he, okay. So, and you probably already got it. You say, well, he's Scoots has got the mindlessness, and I could be kind of mindful of what he's, Scoots is saying, uh, but I don't have to be totally because you could just check out, drift off, whatever you feel like, whenever it works for you. Or fall asleep. If you can't fall asleep, I'll be here. I'll be giving my best uh, non-ant-related material. I'll be, I, I mean, actually, I don't think I, when I do the podcast, I don't know how mindful I am, but I try to be open-minded. I try to be calm-minded. And I try to be present here for you to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, so that's the podcast. It gives you an alternative, well, to, to other stuff you might have tried to fall asleep if it didn't work for you, but also to all the stuff going through your brain. But you don't really have to listen to me clearly. You know, I'm a man who stares at ants and, you know, too long. You know, I guess that would be the difference. And, but not with any. So there's, there's people who notice ants, people that look, appreciate ants, uh, people that stare at ants too long in other people's opinion, but they're experts about ants or ant related activities. So staring at ants for a long time makes perfect sense. And then there's the other category, me, who stares, who blankly stares at ants. Uh, but I do it all for you. I just want to take your mind off of stuff. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. But if you've listened this long, I, I, I'm going to guess maybe you haven't been thinking about all that other stuff. So maybe you won't for the rest of the time. It takes a few times to get used to it because, yeah, it's, it's a bizarre show. And that's, you know, 100% on, you know, because I'm... I guess, yeah, we already covered that part. Uh, but, you know, the main thing is I know it takes a lot of skepticism and a lot of courage to, to listen to a kind of oddball and give it a shot. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, thanks for stopping by. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. All right, let's get on to the show. All right, housekeeping. We're on www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes can be found there on our website. You can uh, comment on the website. You can email me. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. 
Did I say that already? I don't think I did. You can get me on Twitter at Deer Scooter, on Facebook at Sleep On Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Postison from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits our shows and does some music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the lullabies. Uh, we have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And that is wonderfully, wonderfully moderated by Alexandra Laura, Lidalai, Julie C., Jennifer B., and Rachel L. to the G. And I think that's it. Let's get on the show. Hey, up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do it with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest and what i'm going to do is create a safe place i'm patting it down right here rubbing it down i'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake whether it's uh, your body your mind your emotions your situation, your, some outside, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. I'm going to send my voice and my intention across the deep, dark night. I'm going to do my best to escort you over the threshold from wake till sleep. Now, I should warn you, if you're new here, this podcast is a little bit silly, a little bit goofy. It's not like a guided meditation it's like a bed. It's like a silly bedtime story. I make them for grown-ups. It's not like it's. It might be considered PG thirteen, or I don't. I don't know. But it's to take your mind off stuff for people that guided meditations might not work for, or nature. It's for people that just want a friend, an imaginary friend, to come over. Uh, sit by the old bedside and just, just spin your yarn. That you don't need to listen to. That that's how good. That's the uh, nature of our friendship here. I'm gonna imaginarily come over there. I'm gonna sit at a safe, comfortable distance from your bed, and I'll just start talking. And I'll try to use this kind of slow, kind, uh, good intention. I got a kind of a bit of a grin. And, I'll, you know, I'll just kind of ramble on. And all you need to do is lie down. You kind of close your eyes, kind of listen to me, instead of listen to whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's, you know, if, if you've been thinking about stuff or if you're concentrating. You know, just start listening to me. And, and what I'll do here for the rest of the intro is try to make up a metaphor about something on my mind, and it won't make a whole lot of sense. The whole, no, the whole podcast won't make it a whole lot of sense. And you can just say, well, this guy's not bad, you know. As the, uh, and ideally, and then you wake up for work tomorrow. And, it, you know, podcast isn't going to work for everybody. It works for some people. And, and sometimes it takes a few tries to decide. You know, the people that it did the podcast doesn't work for, they've either stopped listening or, they're, they, you know, you're getting irritated. It's fine. Just take a breath. You don't have to fall asleep to this podcast. Uh, you don't have to like it. I hope, but I hope it works for you. That's what I always say at the end of the opening. But it's here as an option to help you fall asleep, and that's all I'm doing. It's just telling a like a little bedtime story here. And it, it, as I said, I don't try to hurt anybody's feelings. I try to be inclusive and kind. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily discount the fact that it's also odd and a bit weird. But but I'm, I'm your boyfriend. That's that's what we call it around here. These parts. 
because uh, bedtime, you know, bedtime can be a lot, like you can have a lot of stuff flying in and out of your brain. And the reason I say that is I live in an apartment building with four units. And I'm lucky enough, I live in a kind of right, right, right by Oakland, California. But I'm lucky enough that I have the rare opportunity that there's an empty lot next to my building. And the empty lot's kind of been overgrown. And this time of year, one of my pastimes is while my dog goes to the bathroom or while I wait for her. Or sometimes I just open up the door and I look out and I get a little parking area for people that have cars that live here. And then there's a fence and then there's this empty lot next door. And this right now, there's all these birds coming in on the lot. And I guess this week, just this week, and you might say, Scoots, you, you know, again, this proves, you know, how little you know about the world. I'd say you're correct. You know, I know there's some birds that are migratory birds, right? But I, I don't know. And if this was a SAT's question, I'd say, I wouldn't know, are all birds, you know, those uh, logic questions. Again, another thing not suited for bedtime, logic. Like the question I think would be, if birds are migratory, all birds are migratory. I don't know. I can't even write SAT questions, much less answer them. But I, I said, well, gee, see, there's all these different birds in the back or backyard, the lot next door at different times. And now I get into this debate with people about the difference between a crow and a raven. I don't know the difference. Okay, so so I'm just going to call them crows. I guarantee I'm wrong. Like every time, if I called them ravens, someone would say, those are crows, you buffoon. And if I called them crows, somebody else is like, you know, there's no North American crows. But to me, I say, I call them crows. That's when I talk to them. And there's like three or four crows. They'll be back there doing their business. I'm pretty sure they're either uh, doing maintenance on the yard or they're building a nest because I'll see them with some uh, dried grass in their mouths or their beaks. Then another time of the day, there'll be some seagulls in there. And that was, this week was the first time I saw them. I said, those are seagulls. And then we get some stellar jays in there. And then morning doves. Now, they're never, I, I don't always see them all together, but I see, well, geez, whose territory? You know, do they have a schedule that they've agreed upon? Like the crows are in there. They say, well, we're taking the morning shift. And then the morning doves, they come in on a certain shift. And, and the morning doves like it higher. They, they pick a higher tree. And then the crows, they're earthbound. The crows are all over the place. The stellar jays, they lick the top of the fence. And the seagulls, they tend to circle. There's probably some other birds I, you know, they haven't even, they haven't even come to my awareness yet. But at bedtime, the weird thing is that they're all like you have all these thoughts coming in and out of your head. But instead of being pleasant like that, we say, "Well, there's the crows. I wonder." Well, there's the stellar jays. Look at that. What color is this? Is that a powder blue? And then they have a little bit of a royal blue. And then the stellar jay says, well, thank you so much. And then you see the, the beautiful, the morning doves. But, of course, if I ask them to sing for me, they don't. But then I'll go inside and I'll hear the uh, their beautiful cooing sound or however you would describe it if you're, you know, you know bird call, bird call based author. Or a poet, but at bed, but at bedtime, when all those crowing thoughts or bird thoughts are coming in, they don't. You don't have this kind of pleasant detachment. You know, everything has meaning. 
uh, you know, the stellar jays come in and they say, wait, 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 what are you doing with the worms? Uh, you know, and then, and then the crows are just, caw, 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 caw. and you're like, well, I'm just trying to sleep birds. Could I just have the quiet, detached bird relationship right now? And then the seagulls, you're like, they're going to get my bagel. And then they dive and they take your bagel. And you're like, I was a, and that bagel was like, were you drifting, you know, drifting, you were just drifting into sleep. Then they snatched the sleep away from you, the gull thoughts. And then the morning doves, they might be more of like a siren type where they're calling you and you're saying, ooh, the morning dove thoughts, that's a guaranteed, you know. And then it leads to some, you know, like me, they don't they say, hey, can you, can you give me a little comforting? It can't handle any self-soothing. Can you give me some morning dove-based soothing? And they just blow, you know, to be honest, they blow me off. I think that's the term. I've been blown off by a lot of things, including, you know, morning doves. They say that's a great way to start the weekend, blown off by a, a, a herd of morning doves or whatever, a flock of morning doves. So anytime you say, can it get any worse? You probably can't. I mean, that's not that bad. You get blown, say, and then they wait till you go inside and they make the noise. So it's not so bad, right? You say the glass is still half empty. I mean, please let me, you know. And even that stuff's going through. Well, why can't you be more optimistic? And you say, what the hell are you? A toucan? You're, you're not, you don't belong here. And they say, I'm just here to, you know, shame you about your lack of optimism. And I said, a shaming toucan. I said, I never heard of that. And I say, I'm toucan Sam's brother, toucan shame, you know. And I said, well, that's who, that's a pretty weak joke. But I guess I should be, you know. And I said, that's right, you should be ashamed of you. And I say, oh, boy. And I think it's because, you know, the narrative is so close to you or that you can't take the, 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 the bird's eye view. Oh, boy. Accidental pun. And say, oh, geez, let me just watch these. So instead of doing that, you just you can just tune your thoughts into me. And instead of trying to figure out what all the birds want from you, what their agendas are, you know, getting your feathers ruffled, you know, might as well throw in as many bird-based puns as I can at this point. You know, instead of getting your wings in a hatch or whatever the hell they say, you know, two cracking two eggs in a basket and, you know, putting them all in one nest... Uh, you're like water off a duck's back. I'll, I'll just keep rambling, and you just kind of pay attention. And say, well, it's just drifting off there, and just fall asleep whenever you want. Now, sometimes they can come up with, but you know, these metaphors as I try to make them, and the jokes are just fly, you know, flying away. So, but that's a podcast. It's a little bit silly. It's nothing serious. You don't have to fall asleep. If you if you can't sleep, I'm going to tell a decent story here. I'm going to be giving it my all to entertain the people that can't fall asleep. But it won't be anything gripping or exciting. It'll be kind of something that at any moment, if you fell asleep, you'd say, well, I could listen. You know, it's on a podcast. It's free. So you can listen to the rest of it tomorrow when you fold laundry. You know, you need a little bit break at work or... You know, you're mixing up some eggs or whatever. You know, don't make any eggs. We just did, you know, let's just take a day off of the eggs, the birds told me. The morning doves, okay, that was the sub attempt that the morning doves said they would sing for me if I got everybody off of eggs for one day. Uh, secret, secret morning dove agenda alert. I'm sorry about that, audience. But yeah, then you get into secret agenda. So just let me distract you. I'll be here for the next hour doing my best to either keep you company 
or or lull you off to sleep, all right? And I appreciate you. This is obviously something you got to be skeptical about. What the heck's this guy? He's got a creaky, dulcet voice. You know, he talks like he doesn't have, you know, he, he, and I say, yeah, I got to, I got to say, I have dyslexia of the mouse. And, and that's, I, I guess I do. And that's a fact. I mean, I have dyslexia when instead of writing, I'm talking. So it happens. Yeah, my, 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 see, I'm trying to, I can't even make a metaphor other than that. You know, it's like birds in the sky. And that doesn't fit anyway. But anyway, I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate you testing the show out. I hope it helps you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody, this is a Scooter. Before we get to the uh, housekeeping, I just want to kind of, this is a metastasis episode. I wanted to just lay this out for anybody new. Uh, so tonight's episode's based on Breaking Bad and the Colombian version of Breaking Bad called Metastasis. It's a almost a shot-for-shot shot remake. And after the intro, we have three segments. Uh, I watch Metastasis twice and Breaking Bad once. At first, I watch Metastasis, I take notes. Then I watch Breaking Bad and I take notes. And then the third time I watch Metastasis, because I don't speak Spanish, but I watch it with the uh, the captions on... So I can see the Spanish words, and sometimes so I'll write them down. And we've played with this segment. So the first segment here is from the Spanish version, where I try to learn Spanish words from metastasis, but I make up a story that has nothing to, just a nonsensical bedtime story. Uh, based on the Spanish language learns, uh, words I tried to learn while watching metastasis, and I want to say this, that I do this with all the most, the biggest set of sensitivity I can. This is just me trying to learn Spanish and tell a bedtime story. Uh, there's no degree of insensitivity here. It's just my botched Spanish. I, I saw someone put on iTunes that they were offended by this segment. And I just want to say I'm not making fun of the Spanish language or or people that speak Spanish. In fact, I, I've, I've lived in places where Spanish is the primary language spoken. So I couldn't have a bigger heart around those things. And I guess I couldn't take bigger exception that I'm not trying to. It's just, if anybody looks bad, it's me just trying to learn Spanish. So I just want to let everybody know that. Uh, and, and let's keep moving. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. Uh, you can comment on our website. You can email me, sleep with me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank our moderators, Alexandra, Laurel, Lila, Rachel L to the G, Jennifer B, and Julie C. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. All right, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it to bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night. Whatever's got you tossing and turning. Whether it's thoughts, feelings, uh, sensations, emotions, noise. 
whatever is keeping you from crossing over that threshold, I'm going to try to distract you from that. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice here across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, similes, something like and as a simile and a metaphor. And it's within, you know, within, not really paradox. I don't think I'm capable of paradox. You know, definitely no paradoxes at bedtime. I'll get right into the senseless metaphors here. Because uh, this b- bedtime b- b- podcast, this podcast is meant to take your mind off that kind of stuff that runs through your head. Also, and that is a paradox, uh, actually, when you lie down and either you're exhausted or they call it overtired. Who, who the, pardon my language, who the hell came up with that term? Probably a brain bot, without a doubt. Uh, overtired. It's just, a fr- it should be just freaking tired, you know. Or if you're a uh, Battlestar, fracking tired. Or, you know, but, but what was I saying? I got a, sorry, I got a little fired up there. But, you, you know, with the paradox, I guess I was talking about is you lie down and either you did all this work to get ready to go to sleep or you're just beat or you've been looking forward to it. And then all of a sudden, all these creatures, like, you know, creatures are stirring. What was that without a match? How's that Christmas thing go? All the creatures were stirring. Oh, not a creature was stirring. But in your mind, all of a sudden, the creatures were stirring. Uh, just like a bunch of freaking annoying mouses, you know? And don't object, mouses. I'm just using you in, in a, in a, you know, whatever that sense is. I, I overused the word metaphor already, so I can't say that. Uh, so don't get bent. But, um... You know, all of a sudden you say, geez, I wasn't thinking about anything, and I thought I was pretty calm and stuff, and now I climb into bed, and it's like this, uh, I, don't, I don't know, this term, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know if you guys have this, fireman field day, but it's like a field day, you know, for your, for your thoughts, your worries, your concerns, your pains, your past hurts, your present hurts, your future hurts, fear, all those things start running through your brain. And paradoxically, you're trying to quiet stuff down. And the more you try, the more you try to control stuff, you know, the harder it is. And I use the term fireman field day. And I don't know, those things, I guess they disappeared, at least in in Syracuse, New York, where I grew up. Uh, In the unincorporated areas, like like I lived right in the edge of the city, up against the the county line, the unincorporated part of the county. I think it was called the town of Onondaga. And so they had a volunteer fire department. So the city where I lived, they had the city fire department where my brother Ted works. Uh, but before my brother Ted was a city fireman, he was a volunteer fireman. And in order to raise money, or one of the ways they raised money for the volunteer fire department was to have a fireman's field day. It's kind of like a carnival or a county fair. It would have a few rides. It would have... Uh, food and it would have a tent and actually it was the first i was thinking about it because you know lately i've been lucky enough to have some attention on the podcast and i was thinking about bobby finger also bobby finger has a new podcast out uh, so make sure to check that out but um bobby finger was the first person that interviewed me about this podcast but it was like was that the first interview i've ever done in my life and then i don't know if this counts as an interview it doesn't not even talking about it, but I was at the fireman's field day 
and someone from the news would come, the local news. And this guy's name, I think his name was Denny. And he, he was, I don't know if he did the weather or the traffic, but he was, you know, the kind of the, the goofy guy in the news. He was also on a morning show for kids called Saturday Morning Showboat. Uh, you know, that was kind of like a kid's variety show. But this guy, Denny, well, that's what we'll say his name is. He would he came to the thing, you know, when you say, hey, well, this is the guy from the news. And he had a mannequin. And I forget the mannequin's name. And he, I don't know what he talked about, maybe the what it's like being a weather, what it's like working on the news. But, he, you know, he did a little routine with his mannequin, you know, and that was always cool for kids to see people that could throw their voice or ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummy, I guess it was, not a mannequin. Oh, boy, a mannequin. I, I thought it was, that would have been better. Maybe that's what he had at home was a mannequin. There's probably a 95% chance that's sorry, Danny. But, uh, you know, I wish I had a mannequin to love. Believe me. Oh, wow. This went way off the rails. But uh, so he did his little show with his his ventriloquist dummy, not his mannequin. That was probably for after midnight. Uh, but he, he then they took they said, any kids want to come up and tell a joke? And usually I was terrified of everything and avoided it but i said well geez I'll, I'll come up and tell a joke and then i went up and told this joke which is i've told before on the show wasn't my own joke but it was a what is the mom when they i, I don't know the setup exactly but it's a mama but mama a ghost and a baby ghost get in a car to go to the store what is the mama ghost to say to the baby ghost before they leave fasten your sheet belt and I think I got a signed picture of Denny and um, Ventriloquist Dummy. Probably, I don't know what his name was. Usually, I don't know, we prefer a two-syllable word or a three-syllable word for a dummy. Dummy. Yeah, I guess Freddy the Dummy. Fred the Dummy. Hey, Freddy's not a very good name, though. I guess so. Usually with a high, you know, Petey. That's a good, that would be a good one. Yeah, maybe not. So where was I? So the podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff, distract you. That was just a little sampler of what I do on the show is kind of go off on a little tangent. I thought I was going to talk about paradoxes, but quickly part of my brain said, you don't know what a paradox is. Change the subjects. And I said, thanks. I will. Wait, what did you say? I was going to talk about something else. I forgot what we were talking about anyway. And then I'll kind of go off, but I, I, I'm not positive here, but I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm fairly confident. I mean, if the podcast is going to work for you is that while I was go- talking about Denny in the fireman's field days and the ghosts in a car, which is kind of a joke. It's like, where the hell, where the hell are the ghosts going? That should have been the joke. They're changing haunting locations. What are they going to the store for? I see. Like that. So this that could be a podcast episode. Uh, maybe, maybe that should be a podcast episode. The ghost that went to the store. Maybe that'll be tonight's episode. I think it will be. I guess we're tr- going to trend our trending Twitter Tuesday that right now. But uh, like, I think there's a chance why is doing all that that you weren't thinking about all the other stuff that might have been keeping you up at night. That's ideally what happened.
Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. You're under no obligation to listen to me. Just lie back, kind of let yourself be distracted. The story will kind of, it's kind of like a, like a, I guess like at the Fireman's Field days, they had the super slide, which if you're not a kid, there's nothing super about it. But super ripoff, I guess, as a parent now, I say, you still see those from time to time at like a street fair. But when you're a kid, you're like, that thing is awesome. How many times can you go on? And it's once, it's $5. Uh, but like the super slide, you're, the podcast kind of works in the same way. But but you're like, you're going, like you're going to kind of be engaged, but then you're going to keep going and keep going. And then when you get to the bottom, ideally, you'll be asleep. Uh, instead of being like, well, that's it. I guess that would be it. Like my story will be like the super slide. I'll go, whoop, whoop whoosh and then ideally you go whoosh in a dreamland instead of being like i just paid and a kid would just be like can i go again that was great and that's what your brain bats will do through the rest of the story ideally all the parts that are keeping you up they'll be listening to me uh you'll you'll whoosh right off you'll be like you because you, you're not paying anything for this podcast and you know you don't have any commitment to me and I'm not going to charge your brain bots to go on it five more times while you sleep. So, yes, yeah, whoosh, whoosh. Because it goes, it has three. You get on that burlap sack and you go up and, oh man, I can, now I'm getting immersed because it was like oh, you'd be in a, it'd be a late summer day and you'd be at the top of that super slide tower and twilight would be mis- mixing with the sunset. I ruined that by saying mix, minxing. But I guess that could be a term, you know. They, they kind of are getting minxy with the sunset and the twilight. And you're standing up there and you feel, you really feel alive. The kid. And then you go whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And ideally, you keep going into the twilight across the deep dark night. I'll be here talking to you for the next 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, trying to, to, to just listen and follow my ridiculous train of thoughts instead of yours. You know, that's the offering, you know, just listen to me. And whenever you feel like checking out, whenever you feel like drifting off, go right ahead. All right. So I'm glad you had this podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you, and I really appreciate you trying it out and stopping by, because I know it takes a lot of, I know there's a lot of crap out there, and this, this you know, 60% of people say, this is something, that that word does not do, but so, uh, so I don't have any expectation or demands of you, you know, I hope it works for you, and if it doesn't, I hope you, I really do hope you find something that does, and I'm glad you're here. So thanks for stopping by, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter, on Facebook at uh, Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, you can sponsor the show at Patreon, uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Poster from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits the shows and does our music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. 
We have a Facebook group over at sleepingpodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And that's a place where you can just talk to other listeners, talk about sleep stuff. It's a little bit independent of the show, but you can make friends over there. That's the best part. It's full of wonderful people. Sleepingpodcast.com slash nods. That's moderated by Lie to Lie, Jennifer B., Julie C., Rachel L to the G, Alexandra and Laura. And that's it. Let's get on to the show. Hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is turn out your lights, get in bed. It actually, I always say get in bed, turn out your lights, plus press play. It should be get in bed, turn out your lights, but that's not always possible. But if it is, get in bed, you know, do those things, turn out your lights, get press play. It's been a while since I remind people, you know, brush, you know, brush your teeth, floss, you know, smile. I've been, smile, oh boy, this goes right into the, I forgot I already had a subject about this, uh, this opening, but all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Brush your teeth, practice good hygiene, breathe, smile, wash your face, uh, turn out the lights, get, bed, get in bed, and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to try to do is take your mind off of whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether you're, it's uh, physical, emotional, uh, thinking-based, whatever it is that's keeping you up. For me, a lot of times it's overthinking, over-worrying, but it could be different for you. But wherever it is, I want to distract you from that. I'm going to send my voice. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. Hey, let me restate that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I think I fumbled that word. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to use pointless meanders, uh, pregnant pauses, uh, lapse, I guess I haven't, lapses is a confu- confusion, both momentary and permanent lapses of confusion, fugue states, plane drifting. I got a lot of things in my toolbox, but all those things are, is to bring your attention in towards me to whatever, from whatever it is that, that's preventing you from falling asleep. I want to take your hand in the proverbial sense. I got to look up the word proverbial, so that, that'll be a bit. I want to take your hand. I want to help you cross over the threshold uh, from wake to sleep. The best way I know how to do it is just to be a little bit of a goofball and and uh, to, to try to just, you know, and it'll be a loose grip on your hand. You could just slip away whenever I want. I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to go on some tangents. I'm going to do some stumbling, mumbling, and bumbling. You know, bumbling could be my middle name. If I was a bumblebee, you know, I'd be Bumble's Bumble and Bumblebee for sure. I don't know why. Okay, somebody trademarked that for me. Bumble's. Who, who's your favorite? Sleep with me, Bumblebee. It's Bumble's the Bumblebee. I'm Bumble's. And I'm also Scooter. But but I really, what I want to do is, my, this this is how the theory of the podcast goes. It's the last time, as soon as you lie down, as soon as things get quiet, your mind or your body or your feelings, they start to churn and they start to do all this talking to you and competing for your attention. Because they say, oh, it's quiet now. I might as well bring up all these old hurts and all these future worries and all this other stuff. And, you know, and since there's nothing else to distract you, you can really get caught into those narratives and those parts of your brain 
or for some people it might be physical pain or uncomfortableness. Some people it might just be a vague and unidentifiable feeling. You know, that's just not, it's not conducive to sleep. Whatever it is, I'm going to try to, you know, bring your attention over here. Uh, because if you listen to me, you say, well, I don't got to take him that seriously, but I'll kind of, you can kind of listen to me. You know, I, I'm the not bad boy, as we've talked about on other shows. I'm not a bad boy. And I'm definitely, you know, good for nothing. That's another thing. But I'm not the good kind of good for nothing that bad boys are. You know, I'm the not bad boy. And they say, well, yeah, you, oh, you have a thing for bad boys. Well, Skip Scooter, he's like not bad boy. Not, not definitely not so good, good. Good for nothing. Not so good. Now, he's, you could say he's not half bad boy, but you know, it's much more efficient you know, to say, yeah, Scooter, he's not bad boy. And, but I'll tell you what, you, you, and you could say, well, geez, okay, I'll kind of listen to him, and then I'll kind of tune out and then drift off, and it's preferable to the thoughts in your head. And now for me, and this will be, I'm going to try to personalize stuff, but it's also why would someone do this kind of podcast or what qualifies me? Uh, well, one, I'll tell you what doesn't do. No degrees, no specialized knowledge other than the boring and, and the soothing and the lulling. You don't have any expertise except for uh, over, like overthinking. Over, I got expertise in uh, anxiety, fear. What are those things called? Neuroses, uh, all the depression. I've been there many, many, many. All those things. I'm definitely got that down. Uh, as is it not in treating those? Is in you know. They're trying to, to, to stumble my way through life with those things. And I, I know for me, and I was made painfully and in some sense aware of it this week, is that all that that stuff that's going on at bedtime, it's still going through my head during the day, too. And I, I'm just one of those people who's constantly thinking and like a two or three different levels at once. Most of it is neurotic, anxious thoughts. And sometimes I, I just, I'm so used to them. You know, they're kind of like background noise droning on and on and on. And that's why I do this podcast because it's at bedtime when there's not all the other day-to-day stuff. You know, there's nothing else to distract you. And in some sense, I think I use those thoughts to distract me, you know, from my fears of just regular everyday living. And and I was made painfully aware of the fact that uh, this week that my overthinking and spending too much time in my head you know, sometimes it makes me reactionary. It makes me unpleasant to be around. Even if I'm doing my best to be a pleasant human being, I can I, I scowl about 90% of the time. And I joked about it on this one episode with Drake. Because I said, geez, Drake was putting his feud face on. And I said, well, geez, that's what my face is always like. I have a feud face on, you know, 23 hours and 59 minutes of the day. You know, and, and then I have my confused face on, which is like the feud face, but tiny bit softer because I'm confused. And But then I'll go back into feud state. And even when I, and I said, I was like, okay, well, I, I know I'm not always angry. I'm not always in a bad mood or irritated or annoyed. But there's some part of my brain that is, and it's always chugging, chugging, chugging along and processing this stuff. And I don't share that. I mean, I'm working on that stuff, you know. Uh, mindfulness, being in the present, and just saying, hey, I'm not going to think my way through these ones. Some things are out of my control, and I can't figure out all, you know, uh, you know, I, I got to, you know, try to, try to, 
I'm trying to manage that during the day. I guess that's what I'm saying. But, uh, oh, boy, it makes it easy for me to know uh, when I get in bed. I say, geez, I better have something. I mean, I have a bedtime routine to try to conquer these things so I can relate. And if it's your body doing that and it's relatable in some way or your feelings, I guess that's why, I, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not the healed and I'm not the healer here. I'm the afflicted. And... And in some sense, I don't know why it makes me good at doing this. And actually, I enjoy doing this. Uh, it's just telling silly stories to take your mind off of stuff. And I guess I guess the greater point is that the one thing I've learned, and especially through doing this podcast, you know, is that, you know, every person wants to be recognized out there and maybe, maybe understood. But beyond all that, even if we can't do that, you know, people want to be treated with dignity and respect, right? And I think that the thing we forget, or maybe that I forget in these day-to-day struggles with whatever you'd call what's going on in my mind, uh, I don't know, like some sort of uh, crazed heavy metal party, which, you know, we say, Jesus, who is it, you know, I don't know, and... I don't know, a lot of confusing stuff. That's probably not the best, but but there's probably a section in there that's like that. And then at bedtime, it can feel the pressure of all that increases because, you know, you don't got to do stuff. And it, it can be draining during the day, but more so at bedtime. But believe it or not, the one thing I've learned, I guess this is the point I was trying to make, is that, you know, all those brain parts, all those feelings, whether they're you know, old feelings or new fears or unresolved trauma, uh, physical pain or, or part of you that's just hurting, whatever the reason it's hurting is, or a part of you that's scared or a part of you that's angry or or whatever it is. It could be anything. It could just be you're just sick of traveling or you just, you just want to go to bed. All those parts you want to be treated with a little bit of dignity and respect, too. But, of course, it's hard for you to do that. So I'm going to do that, too. I say, you know, I try to start out the show. Uh, and this one, I guess this is getting, I'm a little bit off track. Maybe I'm distracted or this is a little too personal. But it's like, hey, everybody, I'm not going to point fingers. Or I realize all these brain parts and all these things. So you're all doing your best out there. So I'm going to try to tell a bedtime story for everybody. How how does that sound? Why don't you all gather around here? I'm going to take this. You know, I just put that serious meter up. Let me take it back down Uh, because it's bedtime now. And I tried to make a point, and and, and it's true. But the main thing about the point was it's not that anybody's bad or good or right or wrong. It's that all of you, all of us out here, and all of us in here, in our collective brains, you know, on both sides of the blood-brain barrier, we'll say. Okay, I can feel my brain rolling its eyes at me. Um, You know, we're all just doing our best, and and so I'm going to try to treat all of you with dignity and respect. Even you, you know, super critical parts of me and the parts of you that, you know— Make me grind that one tooth and the the parts of my amandigula oblongata that say, make a feud face wherever you go. And I say, well, can't I smile at this person? You know, feud face on. I think that's like a command that I've, and I don't listen to anymore. It's like, uh, human coming, feud face, activate. Uh, so, you know, I say, hey, I know you're ready to feud it up, feud face, but hey, let's, uh, 
Let's just say Feudy Face, Booty Base, Shpaluti Booty Booty Pluty, Feudy Face. Feud Face did not like that rhyme. But whatever, I'm just here to try to entertain you. I'm here for all your enjoyment. And the best way you can show me enjoyment is pay me no mind. I'm the not bad boy. I put the p in podcasts, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm just here to distract you. You listen, kick back. I'll try to, you'll try to up the silliness quotient a little bit more. But just lie back and listen. And whenever you feel like, you, you know, I'm getting more like, wow, 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 that's good. Just drift off. But if you, if you can't sleep or you're looking for a little bit of, uh, you know, a voice in the deep, dark night or something to take your mind off stuff. I'll be here for the next 45, 50 minutes, giving it my all to, to kind of to, to, to take you on a little journey. All right. So I'm glad you're here. Thanks for stopping by. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. All right. Housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can be on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. Over on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Bosey Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits our shows and does our theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We've got a Facebook group over at Sleep With Me Podcast com slash nods, N O D S. I want to thank Jennifer B., Julie C., Rachel L to the G., Lie to Lie, Alexandra and Laura. And that's it. Let's get on to the show. Uh, hey, you will night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's... uh. You know, stuff you're thinking about, stuff you're feeling physically, something you're grappling with emotionally. Uh, for a lot of times, like for some of us, it's just something baffling where you say, geez, I can't even, not even sure why I can't sleep. Or it could be some noise, whatever it is I'm going to try to distract you. Whatever, I was going to say, what is some noise, you know, partner, frustration, uh, excitement. It could be your birthday tomorrow. You could be traveling or about to travel. I'm going to try to distract you from any or all those things. And the way I'm going to do it is I do my best here to carve out, smooth out, uh, orally, I think orally maybe. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Am I kidding? Uh, create a safe place where you can set aside all that stuff, right? I'm going to send my voice, I'm going to send my intention across the deep dark night here. And it's to keep you company. You know, worst case scenario, I'll be keeping you company here for the next hour. Because uh, a lot of times, and, and this is where the podcast comes from, that's all I really wanted uh, was a little company in the deep, dark night. And sometimes, and even though this is just a little bit of a digital company, you know, that's why I send my intention along with you. You say, well, Scoots is trying to help, doing as little as best they can. Uh, so the podcast is not perfect. It's not for everybody. It's strange. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I get on some people, you know, I can drive some people batty. So so I hope a podcast works for you, but it's not going to work for everybody. Give it a couple tries. If you're skeptical, I would pat you on the back if I could, because I say, of course you're going to be skeptical. Well, now you'd be doubly skeptical. 
Of course, you'll be skeptical of a man who can't pronounce skeptical. Uh, you'll be skeptical of a man who can't pronounce skeptical who has a podcast. And you say, Jesus, this is a podcast that puts you to sleep. Most of that stuff feels like people are kind of trying to sell a method or a course or a class or a vitamin pro, you know, whatever it is. And not me, I just like telling boring bedtime stories. And maybe boring is not the perfect word, but it's the most accessible way to describe what I do here. In order to kind of escort you across the threshold between wake and sleep to that strange twilight zone. Uh, not the one, not Rod Serling, Sur, Sur, Rod, Rod Serling's uh, Twilight Zone. But that Twilight Zone within our, you know, maybe that's a bad metaphor. It wasn't, I was uh, trying to use the word literally. But, you know, that place where you're drifting away and you're in between those two places. I want to help you, you cross through that and fall asleep. Uh, now, if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here for the next 45, 55 minutes here, giving it my all uh, to keep you company. Like, just like if I was sitting on the, my, you know, if I could go back in time, because uh, if you're new here, the, when I had it, the worst was like fourth, fifth, sixth grade. I had the worst insomnia. And I, you know, I could not sleep. And I, you know, you know how, you know, I don't need to get too deep into it, but you know. Uh, what it feels like if you have trouble falling asleep and then you can't get to sleep. And then the engine cranks up, you know, and the thoughts crank up and the feelings crank up. And I've thought a lot about it, you know, and I say, Jesus, what I would do if I went back in time, I mean, other than go deal with some of the teachers and stuff like that, but even they were probably just doing their best job, you know. I'd just sit there and say, hey, man, it looks like you can't sleep. That must suck. Must be terrible. I can see it on your face, uh, you know, how awful you feel. You know, I, I'm actually, my name's Marty McFly. Well, actually, I, I, my name's Scooter. I'm in a Marty McFly costume because I figured if I was going to travel back in time, you won't see the movie Back to the Future for another two years. And when you do, Marty McFly will be played by Michael J. Fox. Not by me, because I'm really you from the future. I think I don't think I'm supposed to tell you any of this. Okay, so I broke that rule. But Back to the Future is actually a fictional movie, so I'm just dressed as a fictional character, even though I travel back in time. I'm just here. Oh, boy, I'm not good at this time travel thing. Sorry, uh, younger self, especially when I was trying to use it as a simple metaphor. And now I'm, I'm, I'm tangled in the... Uh, obtuse web of time travel you know you think it's you can call it a conundrum you can call it a paradox you can call it whatever within a whatever i don't know if it's a flat circle a rectangle probably one of those octograms or you know brighter minds than me if they tried to make movies and make sense of it you know a primer try try that and then explain it to me too I tried to look. There's a bunch of good infograms. I think I kind of understood it. Uh, that's a movie about time travel. But only when I'm looking at the infogram, as soon as I look away from it, forget I said, okay, I don't get it anymore. I think I liked that movie, that movie a lot. But one of my favorite things not about the movie was the casting. It just reminded, a couple of the cast reminded me of family members. So I said, that's nice. My cousin Timmy, just in case anybody I'm related to is miss listening, but not in a direct. You, you figure it out. You'll figure it out if you're, you're related to me. And actually, it's my uncle Timmy. So, 
But anyway, I was trying to make a point about just going back and sitting on the kid's bedside and say, hey, I'm just going to tell you a story. Now, unfortunately, I chose to do it dressed as Marty McFly, uh, violating the laws of time and space. So it won't work out great for me, but I still got a couple of years till the old uh, ripples in time. You know, I've got to call out to Madeline Langle, you know, to try to de-wrinkle the wrinkles in time that are, you know, flow, you know, they're working their way towards me, but they, they, they'll, they'll, they'll never get me. What does the gingerbread kids say? I'm a gingerbread boy of time travel. You can't catch me. I'm the, the, the sleepy podcaster dressed as Marty McFly who traveled back in time to tell himself a bedtime story to put himself to sleep, but didn't put himself to sleep. He's just trying to be his companion in the deep, dark night. Uh, now, normally I don't talk fast like that, but, you, you know, that was just uh, that was a mouthful, you know. And just in case they see, geez, I'm just going to see her. I'm going to tell you a story. You don't have to listen. You don't have to pay attention. You don't have to fall asleep. You can either, you know, kind of listen to me, barely listen to me, you know, pillow, do double pillow pile, no pillow pile, but just get in, get comfortable. You know, I'll be here. I'll be doing my best. I'll be using low and soothing tones and my creaky doll sits, pointless meanders. You know, webs of confused, confused webs of confusion. You know, distract. You know, I'm like a little bit of a puppy. I'll be saying, wait a second. Well, which Marty McFly would I dress as? Future Marty? You know, Marty McFly. Marty McFly from 2015. It's 2016 scooter. Okay, whatever. Uh, Marty, not back to the future for three, for sure. No. And I can see there's hands raised. You see, you're more like if Doc Brown had a kid. And I say, thanks. Thanks a lot. And I say, that's Screech. Doc Brown's kid's a Screech. So you're saying I'm Screech again. I saw that we had dealt with that before Halloween, that I'd rather be Lisa Turtle than Screech. But this is, doesn't have anything. Can, can, we, can we get back to the podcast intro, please? So that's it. I'll be sitting here on your bed. Every once in a while, it'll get confusing like that. You know, b- believe me. I don't have, you know, full synapse control. I don't even have partial, you know. It's just sometimes they just fire like that. But that's what works about the podcast. I'll try to, when they fire, I'll take a long, slow turn down Lisa Turtle Lane without stopping at the uh, uh, Screech cul-de-sac. And so, so let's say if I could travel back in time or if I can't do that, you know, at least I can sit here with you and take your mind off of stuff to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you up. That's the concept of the podcast. I hope it works for you. I hope I can help you fall asleep. I really, really appreciate you stopping by. All right, thank you. And let's get on to the show. All right, before we get to the housekeeping, I just want to say this is a metastasis episode. Uh, it's about a, 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 the most vanilla recaps of Breaking Bad and the Colombian remake of Breaking Bad Metastasis. So if you've seen those shows before, don't worry. Uh, but there's also, you know, I'm, I'm, I also watch it in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, but I, one of the concepts when I saw, saw the show was like, oh, can I put the people to sleep and also learn Spanish at the same time? Uh, so the first segment here is going to be the Spanish language words I wrote down on my second watching of Metastasis off the Spanish language subtitles, and I make a little story out of interpreting those. 
And it's not to make fun of the Spanish language or Spanish speakers. Uh, if you're new here, anyone that listens to the podcast regularly knows I make the biggest tent. You know, this podcast is about inclusive, inclusiveness and welcomingness. Or, you know, even for people that can't speak, you know, English is their first language. They can't even get out two of those easy words, you know. So I don't want anybody to, to feel left out or anything. It, it's just me trying to learn. I said, just can I learn any Spanish here? And it's ended up being, for me at least, it makes for interesting nonsensical stories. All right, let's get on to the housekeeping. Uh, podcast is on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. Uh, you can comment on the website. You can uh, email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. If you listen to the show, make sure you're subscribed in iTunes or your podcatcher. That way the episodes automatically come to you. And if you can take the time to review us in iTunes, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash iTunes. That's a huge help. I want to thank Chris Bosey Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits the shows and does our music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We have a Facebook group, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Rachel L. to the G, Jennifer B., Julie C., Lida Lai, Alexandra and Laura, who moderate there. And let's get on to the show. <laughs> 